The energy you put into something is more important than the something itself. I want you to know it doesn't just look like maybe the way I do it or the way that you've seen it done in the past or maybe the way that you've been doing it. You don't really like doing it. Your business can expand beyond you. You have to make sure that you are willing to scale yourself. This is Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Hello, hello, everybody. Good morning. I want to make sure we're live. Okay, we are good. I am going to give everyone a minute to kind of find their place and get settled. Make sure I'm live in the group. Cool. Perfect. Perfect. Good morning. So excited to have you guys here. I'm so pumped. So pumped for space. I'm so pumped for this event. It's been a while since we have done any sort of launch event. I want to talk about that today. I want to share a little bit about why we're talking about these things. The journey I've been on to come here, some of you have been around for as long as I've been in business and maybe it's your first time here. So kind of let me know where you stand there. If it's your first time, first few times connecting, hello, I'm so happy to welcome you. And if you are just a forever lifer, friend and soulmate of mine, I see you and I'm so happy to have you here as well. So like, where do I want to start? Let's start by kind of giving you an idea of what we're going to chat about today so you know what you can expect. Today, I want to talk to you about emotional freedom. I think it's one of the most underrated, underspoken about conversations in the industry. I also think it's it's the most profound and the most transformative. And over the last, I'd say about 18 months, I've been journeying through a lot of personal stuff behind the scenes while in the duality of the business growing and managing the business and leading the business and also really having no choice but to regulate (laughs) like having no choice but to do what i could do to increase capacity and to expand and to also allow humanness right like i was 25 years old um you know i was six months pregnant at the time my family was going through loss and you know a lot of personal chaos and drama and moving and like of course there there had to be room and space for humanity which didn't mean i was broken and it didn't mean i was like low vibe or self-sabotage or anything like that and as like like you know life kept lifing because i think we go through hills and valleys and we're like all right we're almost through it and then life is sometimes like not quite yet there are going to be defining moments in your journey that are filled with temptation. So we're going to talk about those defining moments and how you can move through them and close the door on on the chase, right? Like chase insert anything like the chase to finally sell out my launch, the chase to have this in my bank account, the chase to have this idea come through, the chase to have this many followers, the chase to have my book do this or my podcast do this. You know, it's always it's always something that we're after, which is safe and fine unless we're on 
that hamster wheel. That hamster wheel of, you know, addiction. <laughs> the hamster wheel of addiction to the dopamine. The, the addiction to the likes, the addiction to the comments and the sales and the validation and the validation and the validation and the pat on the back and the pat on the back and the acknowledgement and you're doing a good job and oh my gosh, your content's so good and I want to buy your thing, right? Like, whoo, it's like you get a quick high and then, you know, the next day if it doesn't happen the same, you're like, you're like going through withdrawal of like, where is this feeling and where is this sensation? What can I do to get it now? What can I do to get it now? How can I chase it? How can I create it? How can I cause it? And so you're always in this frantic state of kind of going, going after something to get that next hit. <clears throat> Let me pull up my notes here. So that's, <laughs> that's where we're going today. Those are the things that we're talking about today. I want to give you kind of a little insight on how these next couple of weeks are going to work. So if you're in this group, you probably have participated in launch party week before. You've probably witnessed me launch before to some degree. I would say as my life kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like my, my personal life started to collapse behind the scenes and I started to focus on different areas. I became a mom. Like I went through a lot of personal life transitions. The way that I've sold and the way that I've marketed and even created offerings has transformed so much in and of itself. And I had my own unlearning to do, if you will, which we'll also be talking about today, but like unlearning the way that I always thought that it should look or had to look because that's the way that I've always done it and it's the way that it's always worked. So factually, if you're looking at the paper, if you're looking at the data, if you're looking at the stats, if you're just, you know, tunnel vision, if I'm just looking at it from, you know, CMO, marketing is all that matters, alignment's kind of out the window, I would continue to do what I've always done because it's always worked. And, and, and in fact, <laughs> like I want you to really understand how much this doesn't make sense. And in fact, every time I've launched knowing, you know, doing what I know how to do, it's gotten better and better and better and better and better. So there's really no reason to not launch that way from a data marketing perspective. But, <laughs> however, it started to not feel feel supportive to me anymore. It stopped feeling as fun as it used to feel. I started craving simplicity a little bit more. And I say I say it with hesitancy because I think no matter how I launch and sell and market, my intention is to always look at it as a production, like a creative production, a creative expression with you know, peaks and entertainment and be beautiful graphics, I don't think those things are ever, ever going to go away or lose importance for me. I reserve the right to change my mind maybe one day, but I started to say, well, what if I didn't have to do this to do this, right? Like, what if I, ha what if I didn't have to post on social media in this way in order to create like that tease hype factor that I'm, that I'm trying to achieve? What if I didn't have to host a launch event before having people enrolling in my program, right? I started to ask these just open-ended what-if questions. 
It's like, I know the bones are the same. There's a strategy to it. I'm never going to come on here and be like, I just was, you know, doing my rituals and super embodied and the thing sold out. Like strategy to me is literally just intentionality. And so there has to be that component brought into. So I'm like, if I can keep the same level of intentionality and kind of have that dance and harmonize with simplicity, with dropping a few steps so that I could better fit it into my life, <clears throat> my lifestyle, what felt exciting, what felt important, where the energy was going. And so if you have watched me this summer, and I'd love to just kind of take a poll if you guys have been around, if you've been watching me sell this summer, the different offers, the different strategies, kind of pop a comment and let me know if you've noticed, I've had a lot of people reach out to me over the summer and say like something is just hitting different. And that's because I went into the summer and really this whole year of like, it's really just one big experiment. Like I'm no longer looking at my five-year plan or my two-year plan. Like again, there, there's vision, there's intentionality. It's not like letting go of the ropes and just fully leaning back. And like, I'm just going to float in the wind wherever life is going to take me. Although that's going to happen anyway, but there's vision. Okay. And there is intentionality and you're moving somewhere, but it's without having to calculate so many steps ahead. And so the summer I was like, I'm really just going to have fun. I'm going to allow offers to come to life and to come to fruition and it, it, you know things are not going to be so formal they are not going to be so structured when before that was energizing it started to feel a little bit depleting and so that kind of leads me to <laughs> this launch event um long story short you guys know that i am a talker but i stopped hosting launch events out of obligation i stopped hosting launch events out of obligation. I stopped doing shit for free in order to. I stopped donating my time to get something else. I stopped using connecting with you in this way as a preliminary step to whatever, to us working together or to meeting a goal or to X, Y, and Z. And I made a really profound commitment to myself that if I was going to do stuff like this, it was going to be because I fucking wanted to. With no means to an end. Regardless because connecting in this way and sharing in this way and having the space for us is truly something that brings me satisfaction in a, in a non-circumstantial way. And so this launch event is part embodied sales and part launch party week. And we've brought them together. I want you to have space to integrate. So I'm going to be live in here popping in, not every day, but there's um schedule. I'll be popping in during launch party week. I want you to integrate and I want you to cultivate the same knowingness of what you need next, of what's required of you going into your next chapter to identify the things that need to shift and tweak and adjust and up level and fall away and, and transform 
going into your next chapter. So we'll be having a lot of conversation this week, a lot of transmissions, a lot of laying the groundwork. Of course, I want to make it fun. I, I want everybody to have a good time. I have found a really creative and playful and innovative way to market and sell that really feels like a party for everyone involved. So that's where Launch Party Week comes in. Traditionally, Launch Party Week has been, I'm going to teach you how to launch. Now launch party week is like we are launching offers and it's a party because we have went all out with bonuses. So I will explain that um, either at the end of today or on another day. It's not the most pressing thing for today, but I also said that I was going to kick off the day with a big surprise. So that being said, I'm going to be gifting. This is crazy. Again, it's like it's it's the shift from obligation of like this is one step on my like, you know, evil genius plan to get you to do what I want you to do. Like, no, this is like fun and feminine and flirty and like the invitation is out there. Like it's a completely different vibe, right? So, I wanted to kick this off and I don't think I've ever done this during a launch event before, but I'm gifting and giving away. We're doing a giveaway a one-on-one -on -one package with me. The winner will get the details. Um, and all you have to do to enter is literally screenshot, boomerang, whatever on your images, on whatever text, on Instagram stories. I want you to just share what's coming up for you. If there's like an oh shit moment or if there is a shift or if there is a realization or if this is like a, a wake up call for you, something you were on a remember, something you're like, I need to feed this to my audience, like share it on stories, tag me in it so I can see my team will be keeping track. I'll be keeping an eye. I'll be resharing them. And then we are just kind of going to um, choose off of energy. So we're going to really feel into the frequency of like who is really, really present. And who's really, really committed to themselves, right? And who is integrating? And who is contributing to the ripple effect? Because I know every time we have these events, I have people come up to me and they're like, I want, you know, I, I got to share this with my people. Or like I told my client that changed everything. That's the point. And so if you can take those shifts for you, and plant seeds for your people, like that's such a win to me. So one-on-one -on -one package, details will be announced um, sometime next week. Every time you share on your story, so you could share every day, you could share every time we're live, whatever, it's an entry. We'll go from there. So everyone like understanding of that. And I want to kind of riff on this and we haven't even gotten to material yet. So this is going to be a thorough, a thorough program. And hopefully in the introduction, um, you guys have gotten value already in some perspective shifts and just seeing how I've got here and, and how and why we're doing it this way and kind of shifting things up. Right. Um, and something that feels really expansive and honestly quite healing for me with giving away one on one time is I had such a like a conditioned ego blocker against that for so long for so long it was like a trauma response of like product protection over my time and my energy 
And even though I would want to do things like this, it would be like, absolutely fucking not. Like, we'll give away a crew neck, we'll give away a water bottle, we'll give away the course, but like, one-on-one time, ugh. And it's like, that's your masculine and your conditioning speaking for you. And in some way, it's like suppressing that feminine want to just like, play and invite and just follow the feeling even though it doesn't make sense (sighs) okay let's get into it then shall we i'm gonna pull up my notes so today's conversation is all about emotional freedom and i want you guys to just let me know what comes to mind when i say that like, what, what is your relationship level with your emotional freedom on a spectrum of, like, let's say 1 to 11. 11 being, like, let freedom fucking ring. I am free as free gets to 1 being, like, I feel really manipulated and ruled by my emotions in the day-to-day. 1 through 11, I want to know where you are in the chat. So whether you're watching on the replay, whether you're here live with us now, let me know where you're falling when it comes to feeling emotionally free. Emotional freedom is going to be your your number one money maker forever and always. A four. Okay. Great. Perfect. The more you guys can precisely have clarity on like, where are you right now? Today, like in total fucking truthness and transparency with yourself, where are you today on the spectrum? Cynthia, 11 is let freedom ring. I am fucking free. And one is like, I'm totally ruled by my emotions. Mickey says, emotional freedom to me would mean freedom from extreme highs and lows. I think by your definition, I'm more towards the manipulated end of the spectrum. Four, three. Okay, this is great, you guys. This is so, so good. And my intention and what I see for you by the end of just this conversation alone is to you getting on the other hand the other hand of the spectrum, the other end. I don't know why I was saying hand. (laughs) The other end of the spectrum. Okay, I want you to turn the dial up on that even by one point by the end of the conversation today. So having this space is really, really important. And, And what you'll notice is all you really have to do and all we're really going to be doing during this conversation is seeing it differently. All right, let me get my notes back up again. So... Emotional freedom is non-circumstantial satisfaction and contentness. Non-circumstantial. On one end of the spectrum, that can look like your client pissed you off, or your husband picked a fight, or you stubbed your toe, or your baby kept you up all night, or whatever. And no matter what, like, I'm easy breezy beautiful. Now the other end of the spectrum is like, you know, 
um, my business isn't profitable or my mom just got sick or, you know, someone I love just got in a car accident or, you know, life lifing and being able to, to feel easy breezy. Okay. And so there's going to be a lot of things that come up circumstantially that threaten that neutrality, if you will. <laughs> I'm like reflecting on my my language choice, like I'm easy, breezy, beautiful. Um, let me clarify, because we're going to go into this too, and I think it's so, so important to paint this picture. Easy breezy doesn't mean like if someone you love gets sick that you're just like, it's okay. Like I'm non-circumstantially joyful. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's, that's fucking robotic. Um, but what it means is like, okay, this is happening over here and it is causing these feelings within me. And I'm aware of them because I keep that channel of me and myself open and clear. I know I'm feeling fucking afraid. I know that I'm feeling in fight or flight. I know that this trauma response is coming up. I know that this trigger is coming up. I know that my ego is doing this. I know I'm having this flood of emotions coming in. And knowing how to hold those emotions and process through those emotions without it taking you out, right? Life is lifing and I could be pulled in every which direction of like I'm anxious today and I'm feeling depressed today and I'm feeling fear today and I'm feeling this today and oh, here's a day where I'm feeling confident but then I'm pushed back down and it's like you just become a, a punching bag. You become a leaf just floating in the wind with no say over over what happens to you. But we, we have free will in this lifetime, and so we have choice. We can choose to meet those feelings face-to-face -face and look right at them, eye-to-eye. -eye. And a lot of the times, that is intimidating. It's uncomfortable, can be painful. It can be intense, right? It's like, let me look at these heavy emotions that feel so, so real to me. Instead of numbing them, right? Because that's that's the alternative. Like, I'm going to drink or I'm going to smoke or I'm going to scroll or I am going to X, Y, and Z or I am going to do my affirmations and I am going to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that that sometimes seems a lot easier. It's like if you are face to face with something that is daunting to you, like of course your natural response is gonna be like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go through the other door actually. But you have to know how to channel those emotions in, in a proper way. Okay, I'm going to let you guys know right now like even in a healthy processing way of emotions it can still look and feel 
so very intense. If you've ever done like, you know, embodied anger or embodied rage or embodied fear and like really brought that sensation into your body to move it out of your body, like the intensity of that requires a deep level of commitment to self. Making sense here? Yes, non-circumstantial. You have some measure over your state of mind. You, What you have is choice. What you have is choice over what you do when those feelings come up. You aren't necessarily in control over your emotions because emotions come in waves. And sometimes like we need a good cry and we need to really, really feel them, right? Sometimes we can do some other things, but it's truly, it's choice over what we do with the emotions. I keep losing my notes because I wrote them um, digitally today, which is throwing me off. So when I think of emotional freedom, this is, I, I actually was like, I was sitting with myself this morning. I had gone through some embodied rage over the weekend. I had like a big exhale of just like big emotions. And last week I was doing like a lot of resistant embodiment. And like, there's been a lot of big emotions moving up and through me in the last couple of weeks. And today, this morning, I'm like, I'm going to do my cleansing. I'm going to do um, my calibration embodiment. Like I'm going to do all of these things. And I'm going to really see what comes through to say today. And the number one thing I wrote was emotional freedom is the bravery and the willingness to fucking go there. To be in your feelings and processing them so they don't have control over you. It's easy to do this Sometimes when it's hard to do this, it's oftentimes in the very, very tempting moments, right? It's like, well, you know, this just feels so big. It feels so real. It feels so alive. And I am so tempted to drown it out, flush it out, ignore it. Like, you know, whatever it is. There's temptation to move on and move up. There's temptation to keep your frequency high. There's temptation to X, Y, and Z. The most tempting moments are your defining moments. The moments that tempt you the most could be, can be, defining moments in your story, in your career, in your manifestations, those moments where it feels like everything is just kind of caving in <laughs> and that pressure is building and you're just gonna pop. It's like, are you like, please don't pop, please don't pop. Or are you just like, it's safe to pop. Oh, oh my God, I could take an exhale because it's safe to pop. Just let the fucking balloon pop. Or are you like, no, I got to get more air in the balloon. Like, just let the fucking balloon pop. You're not going to get hurt. It's just a balloon. It's some feelings. That right there, just the allowance, just the allowance alone gives you more freedom that you had five minutes ago. 
And a lot of the time it's like, well, I don't want to meet that ugliness. I don't want to look at, at comparison. I'm not someone who compares. I believe in abundance. I believe in we all win. There's space for all of us. I'm not going to look at that. Or it's like, I'm not going to look at my shame. I'm not going to look at my judgment. I'm not going to look at my jealousy. Because then that means fill in the blank. Our natural way of thinking is to make sense. That's what we're programmed to do. Make sense. Categorize. Compartmentalize. File it under X, Y, and Z. And so it's our most natural state for when feelings to come up to make sense of them. Well, I'm feeling this way because of this. And oh, okay, if I'm feeling shame, then that means I'm low frequency, which means that's why I'm not making money, which means that I'm doing this to myself, which means I'm the problem, which means I'm broken, which means I need this. So, which means I'm going to go, you know, invest in a course from a broken perspective and then it's not going to work for me, which means it's just going to be all my fault, which means I'm not meant for this life, which means we could do that all, all live long day, all live long day. That's that's one option, but the other option, the one that I hope that you harness during our time together is interesting. I'm going to observe myself feeling that judgment. Oh, okay. When she posted that milestone, like I really started to go off on some story. What was that story? Why was I telling myself that story? Can I, can I give myself compassion and say, I see why you were telling that story. It's okay. It's okay. What, what what do we need to clear? Is there anything to clear out of the physical body? Do you need to go do some embodied anger? Do you need to go do some embodied resistance? Do you need to go do some breath work? Like, okay. Process, acknowledge, observe, meet with compassion, and you move forward. What we perceive as threats are triggers, our feelings. If we dance in low vibe, it's like we are so on edge trying to protect ourselves from those things because we think those things are gonna hurt us. But those things are, are the portal to, to the next thing. Meanwhile, it's like these shift in these moments and these like, you know, a deeper embodiment of who you are and who you're becoming they're coming at you and, and you could choose to move through them. But a lot of the times what we're doing in defense is dodging them. Like avoidance, right? Denial. Projection. Like what if we just were like, come on in. Because I know that I have the choice to how I respond to these things that come up. And I, you know... I have the tools and maybe you're like, hmm, I need to widen my, my toolkit. I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to find embodiment practices or create your own or explore different modalities so you 
can widen your tool belt. Say, okay, I, I know what to do. I know what my options are when these things come up. And I'm not afraid to face it. All of a sudden, these things that once had power over you aren't so scary. And when there's not fear, and let's talk about fear for a second sidebar. So I'm uh, not super relevant, but I'll just tell you guys really quick before I tell you um, this, because this was actually a huge aha moment for me. I'm going through rapid resolution therapy training right now, so I can be certified to practice that form of, of therapy on you guys, on my clients, on myself, on the people I love, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and we were talking about fear in last week's session. And um, Dr. John Connolly, who is the founder of this form of therapy, he was like, there's literally one time, there's one instance where fear is useful. And I want you to realize before I tell you the rest of where I'm going with this is like all of those feelings that are coming up for you, the anxiety, the not enoughness, the, the self-doubt, the judgment, the comparison, the imposter syndrome, all of those things. If you strip it all down, strip all the layers back, it's fear. It's fear of not being enough. It's fear of being rejected. It's fear of not being able to survive. It's fear of not meeting your goals. It's fear. We're afraid of something or if something happens or if something doesn't happen, it's fear. Now what Dr. Connolly told us was there's one instance only ever where fear is of use, of value to a human being. Can anyone tell me what that what that is? I'm just curious if anyone knows where I'm going with this because this really, like it's... The only time fear is actually useful to us as human beings is if we have to flee. If we're being chased by a tiger. If we're being chased by a car. What fear does in the physical body is it pumps adrenaline and it makes us run faster. It makes our legs stronger. For a moment. That adrenaline and that fear pumping through you when you're fleeing in a state of survival, it, you're not going to be able to sustain that intensity for a long time. You will have a burst of adrenaline, you will have a burst of intention and your legs will straight, strengthen for a sprint, not a marathon. So I want you guys to think back on all of the times that you were afraid. There was fear that your business wasn't going to make it. There was fear of what people might think of you if you say it the way you want to say it. There will, there, you know, it was fear that you were comparing yourself. There was fear because you were judging someone else and blah, blah, blah. Like, and if you can be in the awareness, the commitment of awareness to observe and to ask yourself, is fear being useful to me right now? is fear of value to me in this situation. And unless you are fucking running for your goddamn life, the answer's no. 
let this sink in you guys let this one really click in if all of these intimidating feelings that feel threat to us and feel heavy and feel dense if they are all traced back to the fear of something and fear is not actually useful to us hmm. Hmm. fear is only useful if we have to flee yeah yeah i mean it makes sense right like scientifically it makes sense we are animals like when you are afraid you have to run it's survival go back to dinosaur times like makes sense that we were built for when true fear kicks in our body physiologically can respond to keep us safe except when your launch is going you know and you're halfway through and you're five people short of your goal there's not a t-rex chasing you but your body is responding as if there was if your goal for this month was $10,000, but you've only made $4,000 so far, your body is responding as if there is an alligator at your ankles. There's not. There's not. The emotional freedom, the freedom is the awareness. Because once you know, you can remind yourself. you can start to observe from a neutral neutral place without the story and without the meaning and without the justification of you know what whatever you're interpreting it and you can just observe when someone said that to me i felt this way that's really interesting or maybe like i got in a fight with my partner and i was so riled up and i had big emotions and maybe you needed to go for a run maybe you needed to go for a boxing class maybe you needed to scream into a pillow maybe you needed to um go take a dance class like maybe you had some heightened heated energy that you had to physically move out of your body by choice because and i don't i don't like to use the word control um because you are in choice in that moment or you could get in a fight with your partner Say, I'm feeling this energy, I'm feeling heated, but I'm not gonna go move it. I'm gonna actually let it boil. So you don't say anything and then you know they look at you the wrong way and you're making another comment. And now it's this huge thing and it's blown up and there's so many stories and you know, you're ugly crying, you're so frustrated at them, and they're so frustrated and it's like it just goes back to the choice. Choice and connection are gonna be your best friends when on the journey to pursuing emotional freedom. The awareness to see what's going on, the connection to feel what's going on, and then the choice with what to do about it. It's a muscle that you'll have to build every single day. And I want to <laughs> circle this back to why is this, why is this event called embodied sales? Taylor, you haven't said a fucking word about making more money <laughs> or selling. I want you to think about what you're selling. I want you to think about what you're offering people. And I want you to observe if you are in complete alignment and embodiment with that. 
do you only love your offer if it's full? Do you only believe in yourself when you got five DMs that day? Are you practicing what you preach? Are you leading yourself in the way that it's required of you to get what you want in your business? You guys swear to God, I'm, I'm PMSing and the other day, what bothered me? I can't even remember. It was so, so small. I, I think I stubbed my toe or maybe like I dropped a spoon. It was one of those like total mistake, no big deal kind of moments. And I, for like a split second, felt rage. <laughs> but then it was like, okay, awareness, connection, choice. I'm aware that I'm a, I feel like rage over I dropped my spoon. Okay, like that, that's the awareness. The connection is, is, is this a dense enough emotion that I need to move it? Or like, can I transcend this in some other way? And I actually started laughing. <laughs> that was my way of transcending that energy. There wasn't more to do. Okay, check in there. Like, don't let that spoon ruin your day. And then the other thought that I had was like, <laughs> like, the woman who's holding this multi-million dollar business does not get pissed off about a broken spoon or dropped spoon or whatever it was. So it was like, this all happened within like 45 seconds. Incident, emotion, instant emotion. Okay, wait, awareness. I see it, observing it. Connection, I feel it, what do I need? Transcend it, <laughs> okay, I can laugh, and then the choice over who am I choosing to be in this moment? How am I cho choosing to carry these emotions? How am I choosing to manage my energy? What are my choices? Are my choices getting me more of what I want? Or are my choices not really choices at all. And you're just letting yourself be that leaf that the wind can, you know, get thrown into a tornado and then you're dropped on the ground and then you're only picked up when the wind picks up. It's like, we have more free will and choice over that. So, again, think about the balloon. Think about the balloon when there's these emotions and these stories and these triggers and a lot of the time on, happening on, you know, an unconscious level. And you're over here like out of breath because you're like, I got to blow up the balloon. It needs to be bigger. It needs to be better. It needs to keep going. I can't stop. What happens if I stop? What happens if I this? And blah, 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 blah. It's like, let the balloon go. Let it pop. Let it run out of air. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. You don't have to carry it. You don't have to hold on to it. You don't have to make sure it's perfect. Let it go. I want to revisit the question that I asked you at the beginning, which is on a scale of one to 10, how confident do you feel in your ability to pursue emotional freedom for yourself? on a scale of 1 to 11, because I like 11 better than 10. It is not 
about sustaining a middle, mediocre, safe, if you will, mentality or frequency. You are going to have high highs and low lows. Life will life. But you are going to become faster at being aware, feeling the connection, and making a choice. Every time, it's going to happen faster and faster and faster. There will be moments or seasons where it's like, I'm, I'm having to remake this choice every day. And this it, it, it's more of a season and kind of initiation where, you know, the spoon incident is more like a one and done and we're moving through it. But if you if you know it for what it is and you see it for what it is, you'll be, your choice will be in awareness, right? Like it'll now be in your peripheral vision where before it was like a tunnel. A six. Perfect. I love this. I love this. And so moving forward into this week, let me just see. Oh, actually, I have one more kind of riff to go off of. I'm glad that I saw my notes. So I'll kind of riff on two more things. And then tomorrow we're talking all about, um, okay, after the emotions, you know, processed and moved through and you've made the choice. Now we're talking next level embodiment. So tomorrow we're talking about wealthy woman embodiment. Day three, we're talking about sensational sales. So how are we going to use our emotional freedom and our wealthy embodiment to create more revenue in our business from a strategic perspective? So the content coming is juicy, and I am super excited for you guys. Um, but the last two thoughts, and we'll kind of wrap this up here, is going back to fear. Like we're always, we're, we're so afraid of whatever. We're so afraid of our own feelings. We're afraid to feel disappointed. We are so threatened by disappointing ourselves that that causes us to shrink ourselves. Instead of setting big goals, because I'm probably not going to make it anyway, so I don't want to set the goal just to fall flat again. I'm going to set the smaller goal that I don't really want, that I'm not really as excited about, but it seems a little bit more achievable. It seems a little bit more on my level, so I'm going to claim this because there's a better chance I'm going to hit it. And if I hit it, I'll be like, yeah, I'm at my goal and I won't be disappointed, even though you fucking will be. Because <laughs> it's not actually what you want. <laughs> I want you guys to ask yourself in your business, where am I making the bed for disappointment? Where am I renting out a room rent-free for disappointment? Where am I disappointing myself in attempt to prevent disappointment? A mentor asked me that I think like three years ago, where are you making the bed for disappointment? And I was like, oh, I'm making the bed like disappointment knows it's welcome in my house. <laughs> right. Um, and so, again, what does that boil down to? I'm afraid of disappointment, but what's what's disappointment? The fear of not being enough. Well, I'm afraid to feel this, but I'm also afraid to feel this. 
What if we weren't so afraid of our feelings? What if we weren't so afraid of the things that were coming up for us? What if there wasn't some grand story and meaning that, you know, or label on how you're feeling or how often you feel it or any of that? And I'm speaking from the perspective of someone who has been in the depths of her own feelings. So I, I, I took a lot of time off last year into this year sporadically um, because I fell into a horrible postpartum depression after I had my son. Depression and darkness and, and sadness and just like, I felt like loss of vitality and loss of, loss of so many things. And what I started to observe from that spot is like, there's a temptation right now to attach meaning and story to this and label, right? You're depressed. That means this. So your frequency is this. And if, if you're feeling this, it means you can't have this. And if you're feeling this, it means you can't do this. And you're self-sabotaging here. And I was like, I already feel so low that there was like a little light within me that was like, I refuse to let this take me over completely. It feels like it's already taken over quite a bit of me, but I am not going to let this become my identity just because my unconscious mind wants to create a story so it can understand better. Awareness, connection, choice. I observe it, I see it. It doesn't mean anything. I feel it. What do I need? The choice. How is this going to be for me in the future? What am I going to make this mean right now? How am I going to use this for my own evolution and for my own growth? There's a big difference there. And then the last thing, this is a quote. I was reading um, A Return to Love. I think it's by Marianne Williamson. And I just picked the book off off my shelf and I opened to a random chapter and it was the chapter where she was talking about heaven. And I loved this quote. It said, heaven is here now and it is a choice. Heaven is here now and it is a choice. And could you consider, could it be possible? Could it be your reality? That if you zoomed out and looked around your life would actually feel like heaven on earth. I don't want you to look at your 2022 goals. I don't want you to look at your launch goals. I don't want you to look at what you're doing in business this month. I want you to look at what you've done in business the last five years. I want you to look at how much your, your marriage has strengthened over the last decade. I want you to look around and see how beautiful your house is compared to where you were living seven years ago. I want you to look around and say, oh my gosh, these flowers, like God's gift to the earth, there, there's so much beauty and how are you know the trees in and, and cycle and in season and the foliage and they know what to do. It's like, if you zoom out, could it be that there are pieces of heaven on earth in your life right now today. 
but you have been blinded and tunneled visioned by so much fear of what if this doesn't happen and what if I'm not accepted and what if I don't meet my goal and what if it doesn't happen and what if they think this and what if, what if, what if, fear, 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 you're so zoomed in. It feels like it's consuming you, but the moment that you just exhale and take a look around and zoom out and you see the bigger picture, you realize you've been getting what you want. You realize how much you've grown. Non-circumstantial contentness. And I will leave you with this. Emotional freedom is a journey you're going to be on forever. And it is the most (laughs) beautiful dance between being extremely uncomfortable and so fucking content at the same time. Being so uncomfortable as you stretch yourself, as you witness your shadows, as you neutrally observe, as you move through it, as you open your heart, as you let the feelings in, it is going to feel so uncomfortable but you are going to feel deep satisfaction all at the same time. Those things, they dance together on this pursuit, on the pursuit of emotional freedom. (sighs) Okay, I think I'm complete with today's training. Make sure you tag me on your Instagrams. Um, I will be looking out for that. We'll be back for day two on Wednesday. I will talk to you more then about launch party week. We have bonuses. We have new programs rolling. Like, it's going to be a party. So I would love to hear your thoughts and reflections. Thank you guys for spending time with me here today. And I will talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. To stay connected in between episodes, follow me on Instagram at alignedandambitious.co and check out Aligned and Ambitious TV on YouTube. And as always, if this podcast is one that inspires you, make sure you subscribe and review the show. I'll see you next time and I hope the rest of your week is full of magic.